Welcome to Scare Talk, a horror movie podcast for horror fans. This podcast will cover horror movie reviews, ratings, and rankings. Now for your hosts, Danny and Joel. All right, this is Scare Talk. I am Danny, and I am here with Joyous Joel. And <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? Kind Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a very special guest today: the world famous YouTube sensation Cody Leach. That was a good intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, keep so going. There's <laughs> some other names. <laughs> Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on. We're all big fans. Um, it's great. Thank you. Great to have you on this. Um, I started watching your channel three years ago when you were doing the uh, Halloween series. Um, so a little while. Yeah. And I know, uh, it has been, yeah, Joel, you've been, uh, watching too. I've been for the last probably two years or so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, your, your videos are coming right back around to Halloween season right. again. We are. <laughs> it yeah. is. I know you're like digging into <laughs> those pretty deep right now, right? The Halloween series. <laughs> um, not necessarily. I'm kind of um. I, I'm just I'm, I'm biding my time until yeah. the new one comes out, yeah. and then whenever I see it, I'll walk out, and then I can have that little mental dialogue of either good, nobody's going to skewer me this time, or oh, here we go again. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was more of a joke. I know Halloween fans get on you a little bit. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fans um, in quotations, yes. air quotes. Um, okay, so uh, since you're on here, why don't you tell us, you know, kind of what you do and uh, what got you into YouTube, and then we'll get into our lists. All right. Well, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm somebody that started a YouTube channel just kind of out of boredom, and. Um, it started to take off after a while. I, I, I loved it. Started putting a lot more time and energy into it and uh, growing a nice little corner of YouTube for myself. So I do a, a quite a bit of uh, horror movie reviews, but I review all the other genres as well. I try to the way that I try to say it is that I have a horror focused channel, but it's not just a horror channel. And um, I do video game reviews as well. Talk music once in a while. And uh, as of about a week and a half ago, I left my job and, and pursuing this full time. So it's about to get crazy. Yeah. (laughs) How's that going so far? Uh, It's awesome so far. It's a little, it was weird the first week. I'm like, I don't have a job to go to. This is strange. And then you just kind of wake up whenever you want and do whatever you want. (laughs) And it's like, this amount of freedom is just dangerous. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been putting a lot of effort in. I'm already about a week ahead on, on my schedule. October is going to be, slam packed with all the stuff we're doing for 31 on 31 which is a annual ranking video we do on halloween um of course we got a new halloween movie coming out we've got a new chucky series coming out the same exact week yeah. so right. october is going to be nuts yeah <laughs> um yeah we're yeah, in the middle of 31 on 31 those are those are fun <laughs> yeah fun videos every time mm-hmm. yeah we love doing those yeah we're in the yeah. middle of the uh vhs series since the new one's coming out yeah. we're we're working on those um, and we started, yeah, I saw the first one. I, I yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> we started working on Texas Chainsaw, but we don't know when that's coming out. 
that. Uh, I heard it was supposed to come out this month, but apparently that yeah. isn't happening. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know because like I've heard that about Texas Chainsaw. I've heard that about the new Jeepers Creepers. But to me, mm-hmm. if I'm a marketing guy and I have a new horror sequel coming out in October, I'm gonna let you know. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not putting any eggs into that basket. I think we're might see those trickle out by the end of the year if we're lucky. Yeah. 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 Well, Netflix bought um, Texas Chainsaw like just two months ago. So um, they're, yeah. they're, they're doing something with it. <laughs> just <laughs> when it's going to go. Oh, yeah, for sure. Still up in the air. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. It's uh, a good question. Yeah. So, okay, so this episode, I don't even think I said what we're doing here. We're going to talk about our top five for the 80s horror films um, between nice. the four of us. And, uh, Cody, let's start with you. We'll do some honorable mentions first. So you can go ahead and okay. tell us those. All right. Well, I came with two honorable mentions. Uh, one of them everybody loves. The other one always gets me into arguments. So I said I, I have to at least mention this. Um <laughs> My number six, I guess, or my number seven, technically, I guess, is uh, The Terminator, the original. Uh, a lot of people don't consider it a horror film, but uh, I don't know what movie they watched, because as far as I'm concerned, that first one is a straight up horror movie. I mean, if 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 Arnold was carrying around a machete, I don't think anybody would even argue. But um, yeah. I think you can still consider it a slasher film, even though he's pumping bullets into people and pushing his uh pushing his hand through people's chests so i mean the the original terminator and terminator 2 are among the best like one two punch in cinema history as far as i'm concerned uh and the first one's just got a really great flavor to it because it's the only one in the franchise that is that dark and is trying to scare you and uh has a lot of kick-ass action to go along with it yeah, yeah, it, that's that's definitely one that um, most people would consider just a strictly a sci-fi movie. But I I do agree that I've always agreed that Terminator is kind of a, a, a was pretty much a slasher movie <laughs> as well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, that that's definitely a good one. Well, sure. I think a lot of people yeah. when they think of Terminator, I think the first thing that comes to mind is Terminator Two because that's probably the more yeah, well-known yeah. movie, and so it's mm-hmm. hard to think of. Terminator as a horror film, but um, no, I agree. I think there's some good arguments for that for sure. Had you considered more that of like a oh, yeah. action? <laughs> Had you considered that as a horror movie before, Danny? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did. Okay. I was scared of that movie when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen it since. Yeah. There you I go. You, <laughs> yeah, that, that movie scared me when he like takes his eyeball out and stuff like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> okay, what else you got? And, and my other honorable mention is a vampire classic, the original Fright Night. Um, oh. That is oh. a movie that I was kind of late to the party on. I want to say I was like 12, 13 or something, and me and my dad were just hanging out, watching whatever was on TV, and one of those late night shows where some random host you've never seen before is like, all right, this is the next movie up and Fright Night came on and I was tired to the point where I'm like, whatever, let's find something to fall asleep to. And then I was hooked. Um, it, it, it's to me, it's when I think of like a classic vampire movie, that's kind of the template I look at all the classic rules and, you know, the mm-hmm. reflections and don't invite them in and. Uh, even the whole horror aesthetic that it brings to where it, it's an 80s movie, but it also has like that old school, um, you know, the, the 
forties and the fifties where they have the Peter Vincent character. And uh, I, I love the way that his relationship with Charlie is to where Charlie's very much kind of the new kid on the block as far as having all the eighties rules and that eighties mentality. And he's old school and doesn't believe in it and then has to, uh, I think that uh, Jerry Dandridge is like one of the coolest vampires ever uh, in Chris Sarandon. So that's, that's just a movie that uh, I have very little negative to say about. I love that one. Nice. nice. Yeah. I was uh, thinking of rewatching that one before we did this list and I didn't. So it's not going to show up on my list. <laughs> So, yeah, I was a late to, to the party Damn on that you. one, too. I think I watched the remake before I watched the original. <laughs> and uh, the remake was good. And I'll tell you, I think that the remake's pretty damn good. Yeah. All right, Katrina, but, uh, what do you have for your... For my honorables? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have Christine as my Very first nice. honorable Ooh. mention. Yeah, um, any, mo- nice. any movie with a car, starring a car, is... <laughs> <laughs> gonna be on my list <laughs> and Cujo. All right, because that movie terrified me. What was that? <laughs> gonna see a lot of Stephen King movies on your list, are we? <laughs> um, I think. Well, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna answer that, Joel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Cujo, I had never seen um, until. At your guys' house when mm-hmm. you guys were living mm-hmm. together and Joel was watching it. Yeah. And that yeah. terrified me. <laughs> I was like, what are we watching? <laughs> um, so I had to mention that one. Okay. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, we were we were thinking of watching that, but our dog, um, he barks at every sound. And so <laughs> if we put Cujo on, I think it would be just too much in the house. He would lose his mind. Yeah. He'd need to be staying at a friend's house to yeah. be able to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Joel. What do you got? Alright, so my first honorable mention, I actually just watched for the first time um, a few days ago. It's The Serpent and the Rainbow. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That's, um, that is a Jumped all the way to the top of the list. <laughs> Um, that's actually an honorable mention for me. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, 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 um, it's a movie about voodoo. It's, it was, it's a, it's a good one. It's, uh, based on a novel and also inspired by a true story. Um, how much of it's true? Um, probably not a lot, but, um, it was a pretty good movie. I enjoyed that one. So, all right. And then I've got, are any of you guys um, Godsmack fans? Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, that movie inspired the song Voodoo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fun little tidbit. Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't know that. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, they're a good band. We've seen them a a few times. Right. Um, And Silent Night, Deadly Nights. Now, this is a, (laughs) in my opinion, a very underrated um, slasher movie from the eighties. We did. Punish. Naughty. It's, it was. It's a. Doesn't he say naughty? Yeah, <laughs> naughty. Yeah. He just repeats naughty when he's about to kill somebody. <laughs> it's it's cheesy. It's eighties cheesy. But um, for an eighties cheesy slasher movie, it it's never really talked about. And um, it's I honestly like it more than Friday the Thirteenth. So oh, yeah, I would agree. I like that. I have more. Oh fun man. <laughs> 
Um, Cody, don't I can you hear always... the pitchforks and torches getting lit <laughs> yeah, up right I now? <laughs> <laughs> um, don't you always? Haven't you said uh, Friday the Thirteenth? That series just like glorified B horror. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and anybody that argues that they're not, it's, it's not even like it's an insult. It's not saying that they're garbage movies, although right. some of them are. Uh, but it's just the the approach that they take is very B movie esque, right. and. Um, when I watched that whole franchise for the first time, that's when it kind of clicked. I'm like, why do people act like these are like a level? It's it's just not even trying to be. It's yeah, just no. it's hey, yeah. let's get some some naked teenagers and slaughter them for 45 minutes while we give you the same backstory that we've given the past seven movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so for me, I've got Hellraiser. Oh, as a mention, um, <laughs> right. I. Uh, Saw this, you know, and so the thing is that I wanted to mention, I didn't grow up on any of these movies. Um, I grew up on 90s horror more yeah, so. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> um, and so then started getting more into the 80s as an adult. So there's no nostalgia really for me for any of my movies on my list. Um, so Hellraiser saw that, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. Um, and I just feel like that movie is really dark disturbing um i love the practical effects in it and i love the story um Mm -hmm. but something i wanted to mention that i found funny i watched it recently again um frank the the guy who's regenerating himself yeah um (laughs) he's you know in the middle of regenerating himself and he's all bloody and fleshy and just muscle and tissue basically and he keeps wearing this white shirt, this white, like, button-up shirt, and it's just getting all bloody, and I'm like, why is he wearing a shirt, and why a white shirt? <laughs> like, dude, you're ruining your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I just thought that was funny, and he looked ridiculous wearing this, like, dress shirt, you know? I don't know. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> so He's all anyway. muscle and tissue, and he's just wearing this like, nice, like... <laughs> I'm going to go to to work shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, but yeah, it's a weird movie, strange series in general. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah you could say that again. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then I have another one that I have to mention, and you guys are all going to hate me for it. And there we go. I think, I'm, <laughs> I think I am one of like five people in the world that really likes oh, this movie. I think I know what you're going to pick. <laughs> Halloween five. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I appreciate you guys having me. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's when we lost Cody. <laughs> so yeah, hear me let me, out. Let me, let me get comfortable when I listen to this. <laughs> hear me out. So, I mean, it's a horrible movie. It's a bad movie. Um, bad acting. Michael's mask is horrendous. Um, but I, for some reason, I just have fun watching it. I have fun, like, laughing at it, and just, it's one of those, to me, like, so bad that it's good type of movies. And it doesn't oh. fit, it doesn't fit in the <laughs> Halloween universe. It's really a change of tone and everything. But for some reason, I just, yeah, I enjoy it. I don't, I don't, I <laughs> don't, I can't put my finger on it necessarily, but the the characters are so over the top loomis is just 
ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's probably his most ridiculous he's been <laughs> yeah. in all of the movies. Yeah, he's and he, just, he has some pretty ridiculous touchy. lines throughout the series. Yeah. Yeah, he gets pretty uh, yeah. hands-on in that. <laughs> Do you think that it's because you've watched it so many times that it's grown on you? <laughs> well, I've watched it so many times because I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which one it was. So. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's weird. It's I have a weird fascination with that one. And I'll admit I'm very much in the minority and I don't know why I like it, and I shouldn't. Very much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. This is going to reflect his list. <laughs> and, you know, it wouldn't. it's not like my top <laughs> seven. You know, it's not. it wouldn't be top seven, but I wanted to mention it because it's worth mentioning to me. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> nobody knows about Halloween 5. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. knows about that series. <laughs> I okay. wish nobody knew about Halloween 5. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, enough okay. of that. Enough of my. Uh, You're gonna have a lot to redeem now in your <laughs> yeah. list. Oh, it'll get better. Don't worry. <laughs> um, okay, all right, Cody. Let's go with your number five. The official number five. Official number five. Boy, Phantasm two. <laughs> okay. Um, two. Oh, okay. I grew up loving. Yeah, two. I think the first one's in the '70s, so just narrowly missed out. Oh. But um. Phantasm 2 is my favorite most of the time with the franchise. It's pretty neck and neck with the first one, but 2 is definitely kind of the most fun, the most stylistic, the most badass to go back to. Uh, it kind of takes the the crazy sci-fi, horror, cerebral concept of the first one and makes it much more of kind of a road action movie, which I think helps it a lot because the first one, as much as I adore it, is not for everybody. Uh, anybody that watches the first one and tells me, that uh what am i smoking for recommending that i was like well we'll watch the second one watch the second one and get back to me yeah <laughs> so um I, this is just one of those movies that i grew up with my dad had the vhs tape most of the movies that i grew up and fell in love with that's the intro to the story is oh my dad had the vhs tape and i just destroyed it because i played it and rewound it so many times um but uh it's got a lot of good action to it. Uh, I love how it kind of ramps up everything about the first movie with the spheres, with the tall man, with the little uh, Jawas walking around. Um, I think there's some really good body horror in it. And I actually prefer the Michael that we get in this one. Uh, I believe Michael Gross might be his name. I could be messing that up. But um, you had Michael A. Baldwin in the first movie and all of the others. And I think he's great in the first movie but not so great in all the others. And I don't know, something about he's either Mike LaGrosse or James LaGrosse, but the new Mike that we get has a little bit more attitude to him. Uh, and of course, Reggie is just awesome, especially in this one. Um, so yeah, this is a horror sequel that has always been near and dear to me. Nice. I'm not too well versed in uh, Phantasm. It's not a um, it, it's not a whole franchise that I could necessarily recommend because I think the first two are really the only ones worth watching. Uh, I have fun with three and four, and five was absolutely garbage. But um, it's definitely a franchise that it's either going to be for you or absolutely not for you. Okay. Yeah, I just looked it up. James Legros is. Uh... James LaGrosse, okay. I thought Mike LaGrosse. I was like, that doesn't quite sound right. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, that's definitely not on my list, so I will note that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what right. is Freddy's Dead? Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, oh yeah, no. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> You're spoiling this list. <laughs> I was thinking of talking about Freddy's Dead just just to piss you off. <laughs> um, okay, Katrina, your turn. Okay. Um. So my number five, I have Child's Play. Nice. Okay. Yes. Okay. Your list is awesome. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> so I You had me at Christine, and I'm totally hooked with Child's Play. <laughs> All right. I might lose you a little bit in the next few, but hopefully I'll get you back. Oh. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but Child's Play, I had not seen until I was, like, within the last few years. Yeah. Um, and... It is so fun yeah. and so funny. Um, I'm glad I watched it. The only one I had ever, ever seen before then mm. was Chucky the and the Bride. The Bride, the bride of, of Chucky. Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. Bride Chucky. Because I saw that in theater when it was, yeah. you know, in theater. But I'd never seen any other ones. I'm right. glad that we ended up watching that. That one was a good one. Yeah. And then we saw the and remake tr- after that, or the mm-hmm. reboot, remake, whatever. Yes, and it. I loved the the one that came out. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think they did a good job on that. I like how you called it I agree. funny, because I, I'm pretty sure the first two were supposed to be very serious. <laughs> and it's <laughs> not, though, because you're watching this little doll. Like, I know. Yeah. Talking very... Derogatively, Chucky always towed that line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, unless you're like you yeah. have a phobia of dolls, like his one-liners and his personality always makes him more mm. fun than some of the other horror icons. Like, of course, he's scary because he's you know he could kill you, but when he cracks a joke, you're just like, you know, I can't help but love you, you little bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. The the first the tone of the first one I think was probably the most serious. Um but, mm-hmm. but yeah, still, it's it's a doll, and, it you know, so. still cracks you up. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a couple the way of he runs. <laughs> um, all right. People say, "Why don't you just kick him or something?" Like people just <laughs> talking about how stupid child's play is because they could just kick him out of the way and that'd be it. Like no, that's not really how that works. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joel. he doesn't usually just run at you. He usually comes like from behind. Yeah. You. <laughs> Yeah, he surprises you. Um, yeah, he does. He has to. He's so small. <laughs> um, so my number five, and this is probably not going to, um, like Danny was saying, I didn't grow up on 80s horror movies. I grew up on 90s, um, but I definitely did get into 80s movies um, throughout the years. Um, so again, I don't have nostalgia either <laughs> for a lot of these movies. Um, so my number five is Poltergeist. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, Classic. I really like this movie. I I think it's 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 silly. Um it's mm-hmm. you know, eighties kind of ridiculous from time to time. But there are definitely scenes in that movie that um are impressive for like special effects for the eighties. Uh, especially that end scene, that entire like end segment that they have in there. Um it has some pretty creepy moments. So um I do enjoy it. It does have some, um, some B level acting in it, but there's also some pretty decent acting as well. So, um, yeah, that's my number five. (laughs) 
Um, so I don't think I've seen the other Poltergeist movies, but the first one's good, in my opinion. So I, I hear that there's like controversy over who actually directed that movie. Whether it's Toby Hooper or um, Steven Spielberg. Oh, um, yeah, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. It's it's very... If you watch that Spielberg movie, it's extremely... <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just heard Yeah, it's got that fantastical rumors. feel to it that only Spielberg can, can do. But, um, yeah, I'm sure he definitely had a lot to do with it. Um, but Toby Hooper got the, the credit for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So... Um, okay. So my number five, it's probably gonna be higher on all your lists, but it's number five for me. The Lost Boys. 1987. Awesome. <laughs> um, so a little upgrade from Halloween 5. Uh, just a tiny bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, just a tad. <laughs> but So I get to talk about it first. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why you did it. It was strategy, right? <laughs> um, I love Kiefer Sutherland in general. Um, one of the best shows ever is 24, in my opinion. So yes. um, the fact that he's in it, I, I think I've liked almost every movie I've seen him in, too. Um, so yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, it's just a fun movie. It's a, like a cool movie. You know, the vampires are cool. They're like hip, I guess you would say for, uh, for a vampire movie. Um, the little twist at the end was pretty cool. Uh, the practical effects again, like eighties, when I think of eighties horror, I think of cheesy acting and practical effects. I think that those are two, uh, two ways to sum it up and this movie has a little bit of both so yeah fun movie that that, that is definitely a good one all for right. sure cody you're next number four all right well my my number four um for the sake of not talking about the same franchise twice i only picked one of these movies and i'm going with nightmare on elm street three dream warriors um, the first one and the third one are pretty damn close for me, but I definitely watch the third one the most. Uh, it's got everything that I love about the first one, but it's 80s a little bit more. It's, uh, you know, got that heavy metal docking soundtrack. All the kids are, um, a little bit more animated, a little bit more memorable. And, uh, I think Freddie, like a lot of people say that, um, after this movie, Freddie went downhill and they try to blame this movie for it. I, I put the blame on number four, to be honest, because I think that they got the perfect mix in this movie where you got scary Freddie and darkly comedic Freddie and uh, all of his one liners and everything in this. It's such it, it's such a different style for the character, but it's so welcome by this point because of the style of the movie, in my opinion. Um, Nancy coming back was great and the way that they brought her back and made her kind of like the mentor for these new kids, the protector, uh, the whole added lore with Amanda Kruger and given the backstory to Freddie about the son of a thousand maniacs is so insanely like dark and disturbing that it just totally fits that character. Uh, maybe the movie starts a little bit better than it ends because it gets a little bit, uh, fantastical in the last 10, 15 minutes, but I still love the hell out of it. So that's. Absolutely, my number four. Do you know how much time is supposed to pass between one and three? Because Nancy being a high schooler and then all of a sudden being like a guidance counselor. I, She's like sure a grad years to, I thought that took like years to Yeah, do. I'm not sure. I'm, <laughs> to be, 
<laughs> You're thinking very seriously about this troll. I am. Yes. It's a good I love the movie, but it's, you know it's, it's Freddy. <laughs> I I've never heard that nitpick brought up before. <laughs> well, because the movies are two years apart, I believe. And um so yeah. I mean, no. Uh oh like canonically you mean? Um like I'm from, not sure. Yeah, I have to look that up. Like dates like mm-hmm. The first one was 84. Was the third one 86? Or 87? Um, let me look that I like up. I don't think me. it was three years. <laughs> I, like, I'm this is serious business. <laughs> I mean, she, 1987. Okay, so three years. All right. So she whizzed through college and got into a grad program. She whizzed cool. through college. <laughs> yeah. um, she did all the studying in her nightmares. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I, That's her I, dream I, power. She's smart as shit. I, I had a, a feeling that wasn't going to be on your list. For me, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that one. The um, the whole like dream powers and stuff. I don't know. It was a little too much for me. I, I like more of the um, either number one, two, or four. Like going to the more comedy. So, but you know, gotcha. this is this is the guy that likes Halloween Five. So. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Trust me, I haven't forgotten. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, this guy. Um, okay, now you're the Halloween 5 guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't mind me. <laughs> um, all right, Katrina. All right, number four. Yeah. I've got Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> nice. I got to okay. get a musical on there. Uh <laughs> Uh, I love music and the way this brings in just fun and I I just love this movie. It is it has a huge cast too of like comedic actors. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a I pretty great movie, and I was thrilled There's when like it was on the like actual horror movie list. Yeah, um, <laughs> so the man eating plant. The man eating yeah. plant, and it is. It is. It's a pretty like intense movie. <laughs> like, there are some know. serious kills in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, in the between their dance segments, yeah, it's pretty intense. <laughs> like, um, and who hasn't like like feared the dentist? Like, <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I love it. Okay. All right, uh, Cody, have you seen that one? Uh, I have not. I'm oh. not oh. really a musical guy. The only one, honestly, that I've ever watched and fallen in love with is Willy Wonka, and I've crashed and burned on every other one. So okay. I haven't quite haven't quite the strength to to get through that one yet. This one is worth it. Um, <laughs> it is. You just have to to have a fun time with. It's like the. Um, you know, boobop <laughs> music. <laughs> like the 50s? Um, yeah, and just have a fun time with it and yeah. don't take it too seriously. And it's a lot of fun. Definitely don't take it too seriously. I highly recommend <laughs> it, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Joel, your turn. Okay. My number four um, has actually been said um, earlier, but it's Hellraiser. Okay. Um, I think the first time I watched this was with you. Yeah, Danny. and um, I hadn't watched it since like 
I think I watched it yesterday, actually, or the day before, <laughs> and for the second time, just to see if, if it still holds up <laughs> to be on my list. And um, it's it's definitely dated in its um, effects, but it's still it's still um, pretty creepy. And Pinhead, although he's not in it a whole lot, I, I somehow remember him being in it a lot more than he actually was. Um, but um, he um, he's pretty creepy as well. And I yeah, I actually enjoy it. I don't know if I'd enjoy the other what five <laughs> Hellraiser movies. But um, the first one, uh, like twelve. <laughs> yeah. Tw- there's, there's that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, but they're all yeah. uh, after three. Just pretend mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I always yeah. Uh, wondered about you know after watching Hellraiser, um, how Pinhead became so big because he's really not really a part of that movie that much i mean he's in it but Mm -hmm. it's more frank that's like kind of. that's the crazy thing about that movie is that you look at the poster and if you are that you know the the vhs cover like the way that we all used to pick these movies back in the day where you just walk to the back of the video store and go that looks badass i'm getting it um (laughs) you look at the hellraiser cover and you're like okay so this crazy sadomasochistic dude's gonna walk around chopping people up that's what this is about right and it's not that at all. Yeah. And then every single Hellraiser movie after that is kind of the same to where Pinhead's kind of a guest star in his own franchise through the entire <laughs> franchise. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, that's... weird. When, I mean, that's why I probably never really watched it before because it just, I don't know, it looked kind of sci-fi, the cover, and it looked kind of weird. And I was like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't really care to watch that. And then, you know, just kept hearing about it. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And it was nothing like I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of feel the same way with, like, Candyman. How, like, in the original Candyman movie, he's maybe in it for 15 minutes of an hour and a half long movie. And yet he, you know, mm-hmm. Tony Todd is known as the Candyman. Yeah. And it's like, you're not even in your own movie that much. <laughs> like, I don't, I haven't seen the second and third one, so I'm not entirely sure. He's probably in it more. Oh, wow. The first one. But um, he's not that prominent of a character in the, in the first one in his own series <laughs> yeah the first one he's a looming presence in the first one he's mm-hmm. kind of like that impending evil which i love uh I, I agree the first one you think candy man and i'd never seen it and i'm like okay so it's going to be just a you know generic 90s slasher and it's not it's it's like a a gothic love story about mm-hmm. um urban legends and it's it's very deep you get into Candyman 2 and 3, and it's like, oh, no, this is the generic 90s slashers that I thought the first one was going to be. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so he's in it a lot They're more. They're rough. You're, you're saying. <laughs> yeah, and not for a better effect. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so my number four is The Thing, 1982. Ooh. All right. Um, when I first saw this movie, again, watch this as an adult, when I first watched it years ago, um, wasn't that big of a fan. I'm, I'm not really a fan of like sci-fi or sci-fi horror in general. Um, but watched it again recently and yeah, I got to give this movie a lot of credit. Um, Kurt Russell does a great job. Um, you know, it's John Carpenter. The score is going to be good and it, it is. 
the uh effects are just wild um yeah i mean if if you want to watch a movie with good effects from the 80s this would probably be one of the top ones to watch um Mm -hmm. the whole as far as i'm concerned it's like the bible on (laughs) practical effects yeah the uh the tension with you know who's the thing and you know all that um is great and i a lot of times i don't really care for movies that take place in the snow either for whatever reason maybe i can't relate to it because i live in california (laughs) um but this one like the secluded just like kind of trapped feeling that this one brings also adds to the story so yeah i dig it it is a good one yeah enjoy that one too (laughs) um okay uh cody you're up you're number three. number three. All right. Number three for me is the original Pet Cemetery. Oh, this, nice. to me, is still... Like, when people talk about the scariest movie of all time, this is my answer for a lot of different reasons. Um, this was one that I grew up watching, like everyone on this list, and... My dad had this uncanny ability to where we were watching it. And as soon as Zelda was about to come out, he would be asleep on the couch and I'd just be by myself <laughs> with her. Oh, um, so yeah. Zelda's a large reason why I say it's the scariest of all time. Cause, uh, and I've said this ad nauseum on my channel, but only two characters in horror history have ever followed me into nightmares. And that's Zelda and Tim Curry's Pennywise. So I have a lot of uh, a lot of love for this movie for being one of two movies in 31 years to genuinely mess me up. But uh, as I've gotten older, the movie has kind of evolved because the subject matter of it, you know, talking about death, talking about grief. Uh, I mean, by the end, your your central antagonist is a reanimated child. Um, when you become a father yourself, the horror of this movie just amplifies. Um, I mean, when you get to the scene where he's about to get taken out by the semi, I mean, it was like, ah, whatever, that's cool. You know, watching it as a kid, you know, that sucks. And then whenever you watch it as an adult, it's like your stomach churns. And you see later on where, uh, Lewis Creed digs up his son and he just spends, there's a scene where he's just sitting there holding his cold corpse. And it's just like, oh my God, that stuff just like it penetrates your soul when you're actually a parent. Um, So the horror of this movie has kind of evolved and gotten worse for me as I've watched it. And I've watched it dozens of times, but um, I I just love it. I mean, a lot of people say it's dated. A lot of people say it's corny and, you know, to each their own, but I've always found the performances in this to be really good, uh, especially Judd. Um, So it's, it's one of those movies that I don't necessarily watch it all the time because it does, elicit some emotions from me, but when I genuinely want to be creeped out and, and feel what horror is supposed to make you feel, this is my go-to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another Stephen King. Um, yeah. For everybody's list. Yeah. Um, I haven't mentioned him in a little while though. So. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the remake? I did not like it at all. I had sky high hopes for it uh, because I loved the casting but what I found with the remake, and, and it didn't help that the marketing completely screwed their um, the twist that they were trying to implement, where they, you know, swap kids. Yeah. 
Um, so that, that kind of pissed me off because I'm somebody that I don't like to watch trailers for that reason. And that was just some of the most blatant, um, blatantly irresponsible marketing that I've ever seen. But I walk into the movie knowing that that's going to happen. And, uh, to me, even though all of the actors definitely got an upgrade, mm-hmm. like these are, it's no question. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's cast in the new one is a better actor than their counterpart in the 1989 film. But for some reason, the offbeat weirdness of the original kind of getting cleaned up made this less scary and less effective and and less interesting. And um, above all of that, what I found is they went through this whole thing about changing the kids and they didn't even do anything with it. Like you now have a child that can speak, that can form complete thoughts, that is intelligent enough to know what happened to her and they don't really do anything. As soon as she's reanimated, the movie like stomps on the gas and ends 10 minutes later. Yeah. 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 They, they definitely tried to go in different directions and that's not always a good thing. Sometimes that's good for like a remake to try to do something new. Um, but that, yeah, you know, sometimes it's not, especially if you're a huge fan of the original, then a lot of times making, mm-hmm. making big changes like that can really turn you off. So definitely understand. That. Well, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the idea of the change. Like if I, yeah. if they didn't spoil that in the marketing and I walked into that movie and it got to the scene where, you know, it's, you know, Gage is about to get hit, you know, it's coming. And then all of a sudden he doesn't. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. what's going on? Oh my God, it's her. Like that would have been awesome. But even with that, they just don't do anything with it. So if, if they had just made the third act, make sense of why you would make that gigantic change and do a better job at not spoiling it in the damn trailer. I think it could have been significantly better, but as is, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why they even made that change in the first place. I guess it's easier on people to see an eight year old get hit by a car instead of a two year old. <laughs> I don't know like what the, what their mindset was for I, that change like i don't know either my my assumption was they were going to just take the third act in a very different direction because i mean yeah. in the with the original he's a, he's practically a baby he can't do a whole lot he's kind of like the chucky argument that we we're just having mm-hmm. but with a yeah. preteen you can do a lot more damage you can get a lot more into the psychological stuff but they didn't they didn't do anything yeah no yeah they didn't <laughs> um yeah, that's, but, that's a movie that i've seen once and i'm i'm good with not seeing it again <laughs> The remake. Yeah. Um, I walked out and I immediately texted like CP and Brian and all my buddies. And I'm like, yeah, nope. <laughs> and that was it. That was my review. <laughs> um, but yeah, the original is good. It's classic. And, you know, something about like these original horror films too, like, like you said, that just kind of offbeat weirdness. Yeah. You know, whether, mm-hmm. yeah, whether that was mm-hmm. intentional or not, I don't know. It might just be the eighties being the eighties. Um, but there is that there that is like an intangible, something you can't really recreate. Yeah. It's just all these little things. I mean, the off kilter way that they all talk with each other. I mean, you got the little nanny character that's only there to make a joke and then hang herself randomly. And, (laughs) you know, you got that little score going on with all the kids where they're like, la, 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 la. And you're like, what is going on? (laughs) No, yeah. Kids singing is the creepiest thing in the world. (laughs) In these horror mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Next, we got Katrina. Okay. I will say I did think of putting Pet Cemetery on my list. Okay. Um, but 
because of the creepiness of it is why I couldn't put it on my list. <laughs> this is a horror. That's, I know. This is horror. <laughs> I like horror for a different purpose. I don't think you understand the concept of horror movies. Okay. Well, I understand. Just... Um, <laughs> This is our favorites, okay? Everybody's different. Yeah. I know. Everyone has their own. Um, no. <laughs> no, because it is so creepy. I I wanted to pick movies that I would want to see again, that I would want to watch again, and it's hard okay. for me to watch that one. Um, but it I it stood out to me like, oh man, that was a that was a good movie. It was well done, but too much for me. So I went nostalgic with my number three. Okay. Uh, Gremlins. <laughs> that movie is my my nostalgic movie. Um, now is that a Christmas it, movie or? I think we decided that, that right. Yeah, it's no, yeah, no. not a Christmas movie. You no. could take Christmas out of that movie and still he could yeah. have given him a gift for his birthday or for right. any number of different things. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but this movie. It still creeps me out. Like, I, I don't know. It still, like, has that, that, like, I know. Oh, I know what's about to happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Be careful. Like, <laughs> don't do it. You know? <laughs> um, and it just takes me back every time watching right at the beginning. Yeah. Takes yeah. me back. So, I love this movie. <laughs> okay. Gremlins. Gremlins. So I, I, Gremlins Cody, I warned you, you might, uh, I might lose you a little bit on my list, but I might bring you. No, no, no. I like Gremlins. I'm, I'm curious on your quick thoughts on Gremlins 2. Uh, well. Exactly. <laughs> it would never I, make her list. Yeah, I stick with, I stick with the originals. Um, any two movies or sequels to anything they really have to impress me to to make it to a status with me yeah. and gotcha yeah we've got it okay who is next we got joel joel, joel. i'm next yeah. yeah um again mine has been mentioned before but it is the thing okay <laughs> all right <laughs> um i i I've seen this movie a, a few times now, and um, like Daniel was saying, the special effects are incredible for like the 80s, and I love the whole murder mystery aspect to it. Um, people don't know who's killing, and we don't really even know until the end of the movie, um, and it's a, it is a really good movie. Um, good acting, for the most part. Got Kurt Russell in there, so he... Um, He's usually a, a good actor. <laughs> um, and yeah, it is. It's just a all around good movie. So it made my list. <laughs> all right. Cody, I'm guessing that's going to be a little higher on yours. Number one yeah, or number two, You don't have to say. A little, a little, a little. <laughs> um, okay, I'll go next. I've got The Evil Dead. Uh, oh, gosh. 1981. <laughs> um so the the first one the evil dead so I, I watched both of the first and the second one actually yesterday um and the first one is really i mean i know it gets a lot of credit but i feel like in the series it's 
it's so different. Like it's it's an actual horror film compared to the other ones. I mean, I guess the remake is too, but um, yeah, compared to two and Army of Darkness, it's completely different. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's largely a, a serious horror film, and again with the practical effects, um, some of that's like overboard, but um, it still looks really cool. Uh, a lot of the camera work and you know even the acting isn't bad um it's not horrible mm-hmm. like a lot of 80s horror so um and the amount of blood that's in this movie is just i thought the remake had a lot uh was really bloody but watching this one i'm like okay this one's you know this one's no slouch like it's got a lot of gore and blood and oh, all yeah. kinds of stuff so I mean, it is raining blood in the remake. So that's, it is, yeah. <laughs> at might, one point, <laughs> might not be able to <laughs> compete with that. But <laughs> um, so, and I was wondering, am I going to put Evil Dead Two on the list as well? And I really took a took a dip in quality to me watching Evil Dead Two. Um, it's just, thank you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it just takes such a such a turn. I don't know. I and it's really just bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get the cuz a lot of people like the Evil Dead 2 more than the original. Yeah. So it seems like everybody and I've never quite understood it. Now I didn't really grow up with the franchise. So again, when I don't grow up with it, I tend to fall in a different camp than the majority, but I'm with you. I watched those movies to review them and I've watched them since. I watched them beforehand and it's hard to even describe it because the first one is kind of goofy and weird and slapstick, but it's a little bit more raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the third one and the third one is straight up slapstick. Yeah. And yeah. I'll prefer either one. It's like I either want it to be full on horror or full on slapstick. But when they try to do both in two, which everybody seems to think is the perfect mix, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I just didn't get it. And when I saw uh, Evil Dead 2 back back in the day, um, like on its own, as just its own film, I did kind of enjoy it. I was laughing. You know, it was fun. But watching it after watching the first one, I was like, no, this is stupid. <laughs> it's yeah. not, not for me. And um, like the stop motion stuff and I don't know. It was just, it was really weird. So anyways, I'm not talking about evil dead 2 that's not my list <laughs> the, the <laughs> evil dead is so good um i i just i love it it'll probably make my uh top like 20 or 30 of all time if i were to make a list like that so oh. yeah for sure was that your number three right yes no, number th- oh, okay so yeah. if your number three would make your top 20 or 30 yeah your next two would definitely make it right oh yeah oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't worry about it <laughs> Um, okay, Cody, you're number two. Number two is The Lost Boys. Uh, this alongside Terminator 2 was the VHS tapes of my father's that I ran through the most. I live and breathe this movie. Um, (laughs) something about it. Like, I love vampire movies, but this one just always had the most style. And it always had the most coolness and it always had the most fun while still genuinely being 
uh, a pretty dark, scary movie. Like the way that they kind of hide the vampires from you for a long time. Like it's all POV shots of them flying around. And, you know, you only get little glimpses of like their bat feet and stuff like that in the third act. But something about the way that the movie builds where they introduce you to this California town and uh, all of the the crazy 80-ness of it with Kiefer Sutherland's hair, which he's still <laughs> like the, the coolest vampire. Like, you know, Jerry Dandridge yeah. might be the best one, but Keith or Sutherland is David is the coolest one. Um, and you know, the whole biker gang aesthetic to it and the two brothers, which, you know, I have a brother that I grew up with as well. And we kind of had that same relationship where you love each other, you protect each other, but you always kind of fight at the same time. Um, and it all builds to just this badass third act where they're, it's like a siege movie where the vampires are sieging on this house. And I don't know, like just everything about it, is just perfect to me. There's just like one of these movies that even if I tried, if you paid me to talk negatively about it, I'd be like, I need like months to try to figure this out. Uh, I mean, when you got that oiled up dude singing the saxophone, I mean, you can't give anything less than a five out of five for that. <laughs> so random. That yeah, part, no. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, guess it's California, so whatever, whatever goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's really cool uh, for us being from California and seeing, you know, that's Santa Cruz. So that's a place, you know, we've been to many mm -hmm. times. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a added bonus uh, for me. Gotcha. To see, the, to see those shots, like some of those shots of the, of the town is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, all right, Katrina. Nice. All right. My number two is The Shining. <laughs> all right. Mm. <laughs> nice. So um, it's another kind of nostalgic and um, yeah, just grew, I, I don't know, grew up loving it, not from a kid, but as a teenager, yeah. um, loving this movie and watching it new, you know, watch, oh, watching it fresh. I thought I was on here um, from you know, just recently, yeah. I wondered if it would lose any of its magic <laughs> feel, but no, it's still an amazing film. Yeah. Um, yeah, we w watched it recently for uh, when we watched Doctor Sleep uh, a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So. Can anyone explain that end scene? The um, where it shows a like the very last scene of the entire movie is. A picture the photo what 19 yeah the photo and he's in it like I, I think that it's um it's purposely left ambiguous uh and i don't think it's the type of movie that has a definitive answer no matter how many times you watch it the way that i choose to interpret it is that he has been absorbed into the spirits of the hotel oh yeah mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. okay so that's like that. a picture of everybody that is now you know in purgatory of that hotel yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The overlook, yeah. the haunted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think when you start to get into that whole theory about he was, you know, that's it's a he's reincarnated and all that. I think you're you're starting starting to stretch because I don't care how many times you watch that movie, you're not going to find any other moment in the film that backs that up. So yeah, it's a yeah, cool idea, no. but I think the other one is a little bit more um, backed by what you see previous to that. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, that's like the one scene in the movie where it's like, um, all right, like, <laughs> it would have been perfectly fine <laughs> on its own without having that last photo, photo op, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
you're trying to be artsy now with your movie, which the rest of the movie wasn't like that. So, <laughs> but okay. So Joel, you're next. Number two. So my number one and two can go either way, um, depending on the time of day, I guess. <laughs> um, so today, my number two is going to be Lost Boys. Oh, okay. Um, I love this movie wow. a lot, and it's um, I I love the the theme song "Cry Little Sister." I think that's a really it's a it's a pretty <laughs> oh yeah creepy song but also like really it fits perfectly with this movie um and it's yeah i love like keeper sutherland just like what danny was saying 24 is one of the best shows ever (laughs) um and he's just he's he's an awesome character in this movie and i kind of wish he he did more horror movies because i also loved mirrors as well with him and um he needs to do more horror movies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for sure <laughs> oh we got a they're making a new one right are they remaking it or they're they trying to do? i think it's a reboot i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken it was supposed to be like a they TV haven't show, really said got... yeah the last that i read they were trying to do a cw series for a while which thank god that fell yeah. through um <laughs> and the la- i mean it it, it, it's hard to say because I feel like the tabloids don't really understand the difference between remake and reboot. So until you get like an official statement from the director, you never really know what you're going to get. Cause like I take remake as we're taking the template of the original film and we're doing that again. Somehow reboot, you could do a sequel, you could do a, a, a requel like Halloween 2018 and it could still technically be a reboot. So uh, it, it seems like they're trying to, by the look of the cast of the first two people that have gotten casted, they're probably trying to do the story of the original movie again, just yeah. different, yeah. modernized. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. The way I see a reboot is your, the studio is attempting to like relaunch the series. So they're, they're attempting to yes. get more out of the series than just this one off remake. So that's exactly. Kind of the way that I try to explain <laughs> it is that every single remake is in itself a reboot, but not every reboot is a remake. <laughs> okay. There you go. It's very philosophical. Yeah. A little Willy Wonka. <laughs> little Wonka is the first of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So my number two is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, the first one. Ah. Yes. Uh, this one, it's not my favorite of the series, but we're doing eighties. So out of the eighties, it's my favorite. Yeah. Um, Halloween five is his favorite. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween five is not my favorite of the Halloween series either. Um, <laughs> anyways, oh, it's nightmare. It's nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So Freddie, you know, the introduction of him, um, I think Nancy's probably my second favorite final girl. Um, and I don't think she gets enough credit. I think that scene in the, uh, school when she's in the classroom and she's having a dream and then she, you know, screams and wakes up like, that's like the best scream I've ever heard. (laughs) That scream is just like so perfect. And she looks like terrified. Like it's genuine. I feel like that's just, you know, one of the better moments for a scream or for a final girl. Um, anyway, so the whole story of Freddy 
um, is great. It, you know, obviously launched the whole franchise and an icon, so, uh, so obviously it's going to get credit for that. Um, but the, also the theme song or whatever you want to call it, um, is great. It's, uh, got a really good, the series has a really good documentary too that I recommend yeah. if you haven't seen it to check it's like it out. six hours long, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy. <clears throat> okay, I like it, <laughs> Cody. Your number Numero one. Uno. <laughs> well, I don't know what's left to even say about this movie at this point, but uh, number one is John Carpenter's The Thing. The Thing. Okay. Um, I've I've said for a long time that The Thing and The Lost Boys they always kind of compete for my number one, uh, but. What makes the thing number one for me is that it basically has everything that I want out of a horror movie. It's genuinely scary. The tension is always rising. It's got a great ambiguous ending that just leads to conversation even decades after the film has been released. Um, it, it's shot beautifully. Uh, even that snow like setting. Like I've always thought that snow kind of adds this weird uh, openness yet isolation. Like you can go anywhere, but you kind of can't. Um, mm -hmm. So it kind of adds to that uh, that bottled up feeling of paranoia that the movie goes for. I, I love the cast of characters here. I mean, for a, a cast that has like what ten characters, none of them really get specifically focused on, but yet they're such efficient storytellers that you know just enough about every one to get an idea of who they all are. Uh, and that's very rare, especially for a horror movie. Usually you get one or two characters that get fleshed out. The rest of them are all red shirts and you don't feel that way with the thing. And of course, you know, the, the, the cherry on top is just the, the amazing practical effects that in my opinion today haven't even been matched, let alone surpassed. I mean, this, like I said, is this like the Bible for why practical effects belong in horror movies and it's a dying art and it kills me. I mean, you see it once in a while, but CG is so easy and cheap compared to all of that, that just nobody wants to go back and do them. And it just really sucks because I can count on one hand, how many movies effects in the past hell, I'll say 30 years <laughs> are genuinely effective, but I would need days to make a list of all the movies where, the effectiveness of something is killed by a computer generated effect. Yeah. So um, the thing to me is just uh, that's John Carpenter's masterpiece. Sorry, Halloween fans, uh, but it is. <laughs> and it's, it's my number one. Nice. Yeah. It's kind of what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would, yeah. I would definitely put the thing above Halloween as far as like movie in general. Mm -hmm. goes. I mean, Halloween is praised by Probably more people than The Thing is, but oh, yeah. Halloween, I mean, The Thing just has more going for it than Halloween does. <laughs> I mean, even the acting-wise, like, Halloween is not... I, the <laughs> actors, even Jamie Lee Curtis, like, her acting is probably the best of the entire movie, but it's still, like, not the greatest in the world. Um, and then, you know, it's it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty basic movie. <laughs> Whereas the thing, there's mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely more complicated and more complex of a story. So yeah, definitely, I would probably say that. Yeah, over Halloween, gonna lose some fans, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> eh, they're finicky. They'll come back around. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys make some good points on that. I'm still going to say Halloween is yeah. my favorite. But... <laughs> I was going to say Danny will keep the Halloween fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, like, I'm a Halloween fan who... Sell out. <laughs> I understand that it's not... It's not... <laughs> it's, it's not that great, but for... Yeah, it, it's overrated, mm-hmm. I will say. It is, it is definitely overrated. And overplayed in our house. <laughs> uh, all you need right. to play is the theme music, right? That's all you really need for those movies. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. It's your turn, right? Yep, it's right. my turn. So um, I'm realizing I need to watch the thing because yeah. it is one that mm-hmm. I have yet to see. And I said earlier this year... I want to watch that movie this year. Yeah. It would have been on your list today. Who knows? So, um, but because I haven't seen I it. I envy you that you get to watch it for the first time. Yeah. So <laughs> this month, I will definitely be watching that movie. All right. Nice. But my number one is Lost Boys. And I saw that for the first See, time. See, now, if you wouldn't have thrown in that Halloween 5 thing, we could have all just had this synergistic <laughs> list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think I saw, I think it was this year that I saw Lost Boys for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I saw it because watching your your uh, YouTube, Cody, you were talking about it. Okay. And I was like, okay, I need to see this movie. <laughs> and I never thought I would like a vampire movie in any way. Mm-hmm. This, oh my gosh, has become one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's your number one, so yeah. Yeah, it's okay. my number one of eighties, but I think it's I think it's yeah. probably on my number one. I don't know horror list or whatever somewhere, somewhere. that we did. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I loved that movie. It was great. So. All right. Uh, we've one. talked about it enough. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we've talked about it a couple times here. <laughs> okay. Joel, are you going to have something different uh, that we haven't talked about yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Um, my number one, um, which could have gone back and forth with Lost Boys, was um, Evil Dead. Okay. And I've talked about this one now. Um, I love this movie. Um I've it's it's been I've seen it a few times now over the years and um again didn't grow up with this one or anything so as an adult I watched it and you know it brought us Sam Raimi it brought us Bruce Campbell <laughs> a uh, unlikely hero in this movie because he's kind of like a side character he's for most horror movies he's the guy who would basically have died first um who turns into to the hero of the movie um which which is a pretty cool little turn turn of events there. Although he is the hero, but at the same time he doesn't actually save anybody. But <laughs> <laughs> what he's hero. the last man standing. He's <laughs> um, but he later becomes the hero of the series of the franchise. And um, I remember we watched we went to see the remake of Evil Dead in theaters, but we watched this one first to, you know, get a comparison for, um, after that movie. And there's definitely more blood in, in the remake, but for some, for, there's just something about this movie that was actually still creepier. Um, after we had gone back 
um, after we had seen the remake of of Evil Dead. So it's still it's still my number one of the entire series probably at this point, and it's just an all around good movie. I <laughs> the uh, the makeup effects were really really creepy and on point, and yeah, it was just a a fun filled movie. <laughs> Yeah, that that one definitely has awesome. a, a lot of good scares too. Yeah, um, it does. You know, I, I I mean, I guess they would be jump scares, um, but just like the way that the whatever they're called, the <laughs> I feel like they have a name. I can't remember their name, but um, when they get possessed or whatever, uh, the way that I they think they're look, the something bites. I know like, Cenobites is Hellraiser, but there's something. Like dead bites, deadites, deadites. Yeah, deadites. Oh, deadites. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah when they it's your number one, them. dude. Come on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know I was going to be asked this question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know there was a test. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're they're pretty scary, especially once they once they turn uh, like you know when they kind of pop up at you. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're pretty scary. So. Um. All right. My number one is The Shining. Um, okay. This one I feel like I like more and more every time I see it. Uh, there's kind of something more to like get from it every time, as far as like the tone and the atmosphere goes, and some of the dialogue. And um, I could do without the wife. I could, I could do without that actress. Man, she was tortured in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the weird thing about that one because I have kind of the same pet peeve. I think she's great until the last twenty minutes, and then it's a bit, it's a bit too much hysteria for me. But then there's always, like it was just brought up, like well, she was tortured. Like there's this really sadistic backstory to how she got to that performance that. Kind of makes it interesting, but yeah, I'm with you. It's a bit much. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would have liked to see a different actress playing that role, <laughs> but um, that's really my only nitpick of the movie. I think uh, mm-hmm. you know Jack Nicholson. I like pretty much everything he's done. I think he was perfect mm-hmm. for this. Yeah, um, the whole red rum thing with the boy and his finger. Red rum. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the imagery and stuff. Just yeah, it's it's good. And then. Doctor Sleep was was great as well. The follow up, you know, four oh, years yeah. later mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's that's my number one, and uh, nice. that's it. That's everybody. We did um, it. Yeah, that we is. Did it. Uh, Cody, have you <laughs> made done, it, guys? Have you done a top eighties ranking? Uh, not specifically in the eighties, but uh, maybe with the exception of phantasm two this is basically my top five horror films period um i think there was i want to say i usually stick nightmare on elm street and phantasm two slot but i didn't want to talk nightmare on elm street twice um but no i i I had thought of that though now that i'm full time i'm trying to i'm brainstorming all these ideas that i never had the time to do and i've thought about that whenever things calm down doing like a top horror movies of either each year or each decade or something like that, like a little decade yeah. series or a, you know, best horror movies of 1981 or right. something along those lines. I've, I've got a lot of ideas that I've, I've had written down and just never had the time to do. And then they just become ideas, but now <laughs> yeah. they have 
time to become reality. Great. Awesome. Well, look forward to those. Yeah, definitely. So I have a question um, not regarding horror. You <laughs> talked about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Now, what mm-hmm. is your opinion on the one that was done with Johnny Depp? Oh, Michael Jackson and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much all right there we go <laughs> just had to make sure need i say more yeah i um i mean i think tim burton's style is cool for that movie i think that you know that he brings a different aesthetic to it that makes sense within the context of that story and i've only seen it once and it was back in high school so i'm gonna have to try to think back i don't remember like hating any of the kids or any of the songs or anything, but I could not tolerate Johnny Depp and his version of Willy Wonka. I mean, it just, I mean, Gene Wilder was perfect. So that's one knock that you're just not going to get there, but his take on it, just being this really creepy, weird, pale, smiling bastard that looks like (laughs) he wants to diddle these kids. I mean, it just, I couldn't get through it. And then even when you get to the end, that whole, you know, thing where it's like, oh, you did it, boy, you did it. And he's just like, oh, well, you're the last one left. Here's the factory. And it's like, <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. That's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, not yeah. a fan. Yeah. It's a, it's a hard one to get through for sure because of Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know why they had to, had to give him Botox in that movie, but um <laughs> Didn't work. Didn't work. (laughs) Well, yeah. No. Yeah. And, (laughs) yep, I just had to check. Check. (laughs) It's his favorite movie of all time. Check him out. (laughs) Yeah. You you passed in my book, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So before we go, Cody, I want to hear what movies you guys are going to be doing for the uh, 31 on 31. Not going to tell us that. Well, oh, all right. So, um, <laughs> I, I thought it was on the picture. Isn't it on the picture? What's your number it is. one? It okay. is. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Yeah, exactly. What's your list right now? Um, so the theme is Unholy Terrors, and we're doing The Exorcist, The Omen, okay. The Conjuring series, Insidious, Shining and Doctor Sleep, Poltergeist, and Blair Witch. Nice. Okay. okay. Very cool. No paranormal activity on that. <laughs> no, that would have made sense, but it's a it's more of a bitch than people realize to make thirty one work. So there was about four <laughs> yeah. or other franchises that were like uh, possible entries, and then mm-hmm. uh, once we decided as a group that we're not even going to acknowledge the TV version of The Shining, then it we're like, okay, well we'll just put Blair Witch yeah. there and be done. So paranormal was. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say the uh, TV Shining is actually more, um, more true to the to the book actual book itself than the actual Shining movie was. <laughs> but yeah, I've never seen it. I've never heard any reasons that make me want to see it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Paranormal was on the early list, and uh, I think what was the other one? I had Sinister on the early list. Mm-hmm. And a couple other ones, but that's the way that we um we were able to get a clean thirty one, and I didn't think anybody was yeah. going to fuss about the TV series. So, yeah, <laughs> um, are you doing? You'll get one person in there. <laughs> are you doing Blair? Oh, Witch? always, always. Uh, are you doing all the Blair Witch films? 
The Blair Witch. The the three theatricals. And... Okay, you are. Okay. Cool. All right. Awesome. Okay, cool. Can't okay. Wait to, so watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to it. All right. So hey, thanks for coming on. I know you got yeah. things to do. Yeah. No problem. Um, this was fun. Uh, go ahead and check us out when. Uh, we post, we're going to be doing a VHS, like I was talking about earlier. Um, we're going to be doing, obviously, Halloween Kills. Um, and then we got to get into maybe some of the Paranormal Activity movies. I know there's a new one coming out. There's so. a new one coming out at the end of this month. Yeah, they're they're hard to 29th. get through. But yeah, yeah, yeah the 29th on Paramount, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've, seen, <laughs> I've seen the first three, and... Mm-hmm. They all have the same problem. Nothing happens until the last, like, yeah. eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of. And um, yet everyone jumps in the theaters for some reason. Yeah. When that door slightly opens. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple of them in theaters, and <laughs> that those that door gets them every time for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that door slightly opening. <laughs> and the lights. You don't forget about those lights. Oh, yeah. The lights <laughs> turning on and off. Ooh. <laughs> Um, okay well that is it um again thanks for coming on and that was our top five so uh for the 80s and so look out we're probably gonna do 70s 60s all the decades all the decades Um, yeah why not (laughs) um all right well this has been scare talk sleep tight don't let cody bite (laughs) 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 (laughs)